Set your sail for the orange and blue sea. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Ah! Oh. Hey, I'm trying to get Welcome to the Java Men Fighting Illini podcast. This is Suds. I'm here with Doc Spinney. I'm here with Shapapai. Boys, what's going on? How are we doing tonight? Good to be Good. back here, Legs. Yeah, got a lot to cover. Uh, we took a little break last week, so we got three games to dive into, getting into the the meat of the Big Ten season. So I'm glad you brought that up, Shep. So we got two weeks to cover. We sat out last week, which ended up being pretty good timing with the cancellation of the Minnesota game. This might this might have to be my last pod for February, as you boys know. Oh we boy. got my busy season coming up, but the Java men can hold down the forward. And then you know we work hard in February, and then we play hard in March. That's what it's all about, <laughs> gentlemen. And I expect I expect to have the Java men over in March for the opener of the of the March Madness tournament, like we did last year. So here, here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll recap these three last games that we had. January 28th, Saturday afternoon game. Go on the road, the Illini, get the W against Wisconsin, 61-51. Come back that Tuesday at home, take care of Nebraska, a game that actually was closer than the final score. I think, Shaps, you tweeted after the game from the account about uh, uh, what was that? That was a, a pretty quiet cover that we had. It was a, a pretty big spread, minus 15. We end up winning by 16. And then Saturday, we go back on the road and lose a tough one in Iowa, 81-79. to And if, if we get the W there, then we are red hot and smooth sailing, boys. But unfortunately, we didn't get it done in Iowa City. I'm going to open it up to the group. Doc, I'm going to start with you. Pick any of the three. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, let's talk about them all. Um, at Wisconsin, at Madison, Cole Center is what it used to be, right? Like Meyer, twenty six points for him in yeah. that game. He was they didn't have an answer for him when when he when he gets that. Um, you you love going and and winning at at that place. It feels like they always beat them now. Well, I, we were I, we were texting about it. I think uh, when's the last time we lost to Wisconsin? I think was it Bert maybe last year in football, right? But every other like basketball we've taken care of, I, I, three years now in basketball. When's the last time we lost them in basketball? I think it's it's five or six in a row in basketball. Yeah, Bert lost to him in his in his first year. Um, obviously, we we beat them in Madison. I was yeah. at that game uh, when we beat them and and got uh, their coach Paul Chris fired. Uh, which yeah, was pretty yeah, insane. Yeah, canned after that game. Yeah. You know, uh, not not to turn this into a Wisconsin podcast, but <laughs> I remember thinking during that to, during that game how bad Wisconsin was and how bad the shooting was. It, but they, they were like brick throwing after up brick, bricks, like wide open threes. Oh my god! I don't know if we won that game as much as they lost. I think we were weren't we up like eighteen with like five minutes left? They're so slow. Yeah, it's wild. Every, I, every matchup was a mismatch, basically. Yeah, that game, uh, I remember Dane just completely dominated the entire first half. Wisconsin 
did not have an answer uh, for him. And really the rest of our team was kind of struggling, but Dane was just getting whatever he wants. Um, so the worst part of that game, of course, in the second half, what happens? Dane completely dominates the first half. So then in the second half, naturally he gets one shot. One shot in the second half, and he got fouled on it. Um, there was another time where they threw it into Dane, and Wisconsin actually doubled, and then he just dumped it off uh, to Hawkins for like an easy layup, and uh, or he might have gotten fouled. But I just, yeah, I don't understand. Like, we made that game way closer than it needed to be. We should have been up by thirty points in the second half if we just kept pounding it inside. Don't know why we got away from that. Like, I don't know what Dane, it seems like maybe Dane like did something to the rest of the team. Like, I don't know if he like took out all their girlfriends or something like that. Like he must've done something to piss them off. They just never pass him the ball. And this is kind of in general too, but it was really like noticeable in the Wisconsin game. He goes nuts in the first half, and then the second half, he just never even touches the ball again. So I I don't know why his teammates seem to hate him, but there's just a lot of stretches in a lot of games where that seems to be the case. Where and, And Dane, it seems like he has so much potential, but he needs more opportunities, and he just never gets them. Yeah, I I agree. And Oh my god, that that game was ugly it was filthy but it, it never felt like it, it was in doubt which was nice Epps did some really it's, nice yeah things. it's like, somebody somebody that i followed like a, you know more of a national guy set, tweeted like if you want to watch basketball be set back by decades turn on illinois oh yeah it was, it was right now it was nasty <laughs> i liked how Epps got it to was the, bad Epps did his thing in that game he got to the hoop yeah. really nicely and then um rj had highlight of the year he posts that was yeah a, rj's dunk <laughs> filthy dunk by rj that's his not a lot of highlights for rj on the offensive end this year not a lot I mean, of on that play on that play though that kind of turned the whole game around because i think that was when wisconsin was making the run and then rj had the huge dunk and then we just took off and then i think we the whatever it ended up being the game got out of hand within like four minutes. Yeah, and it was really Epps, like Spinny mentioned. It was Epps that kind of took over in that second half. He got off to a really slow start, which kind of seems normal for him. I don't know why that is, mm-hmm. um, which I think is probably why Underwood was so hesitant to start him, but now he kind of is, is forced to. He's always been a great closer, but he seems to get off to these slow starts. But, I mean, it's impressive that it, he doesn't really let it bother him he kind of just like lets the game come to him i wish he got off to better starts but he stays yeah. composed he's just always calm and and even keeled and he 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 just kind of gets it done and he's yeah he's a closer for sure you're right he he was comfortable coming off the bench behind sky clark which we need you know we need to talk about the the lost taste <laughs> The the logs we yeah we, we'll we saw there, some yeah. highlights maybe in the maybe in the castaways yeah well, okay well let's let's get to it later but there's some tapes <laughs> need to be it, it, not maybe not discussed but just at least addressed the lost tapes <laughs> <laughs> we might have a new episode name actually based on that all right so we take care of business in Wisconsin and again I I don't know 
if that really proved much about the Illini. That my takeaway from that game was just how bad Wisconsin was, yeah. unfortunately. And then kind of the same thing with Nebraska. I, I don't want to spend too much time on the Nebraska game. I, I do want to say that this was the I think this was the freshman game. This was the tie. This was the sincere game. If you guys remember, they came off the bench, provided the spark when everybody was walking around like we'd be able to try at 60% and win the game. So Sincere and Ty brought the energy up, got the W, and we ended up pulling away late against Nebraska. But I, I want to spend more time on the Iowa game because mm-hmm. I know me in particular, I know I've sent Brad down the plank a few times, and we end up losing in Iowa City. But I will, I continue to say this, I think that was one of, Brad's and Chaps, you might disagree with me here, but I think that was one of Brad's best kind of coaching performances all year. This game does not chat my ass at all. Yeah. I, I mean, they weren't supposed to win the game. It would have been really nice if really nice of Iowa City to do with the W, but remember, I, Iowa had to play a perfect game in in a lot of respects in order to come out with a win. They had some go their way late, but more than anything, Prince was, what was he, 15 for 15 from the line going into he, the he la- on, yeah. last... Uh, that last attempt of his, and yeah, from from the mid range, someone posted stats from the mid range. He, he was unstoppable in the mid range all game, and you look at how he shot from that area all season, and he's been abysmal. Also, for him to go off for thirty two, for just some breaks not to go your way, and on the lose, really just by two points at the end, place to play. Like I think I think you play him again, you're gonna beat him. Um, so I mean, it was it was a. I don't mind the game. I wish we would have won. What do you think, Shaps? Yeah, I I hate Iowa so much. And, and yeah, I didn't really have... I mean, I was happy with how we played for the most part because we played hard. It wasn't a lack of effort or anything, and I, and I thought the game plan was fine. It was much more on the execution... I mean, the only reason I'm pissed off is because of the the Orange Crush thing, and they got to, like, rub that in our faces. Oh, oh, oh the Orange, we'll, yeah. We'll talk about that, too, later. But, yeah, Iowa, there there were two reasons that we lost that game. It was fouls and turnovers. And that, that was basically it. The, we, we could not defend. Yeah. I mean, we're not allowed to complain about the refs. But they were just calling ticky-tack fouls, and sometimes that's just that's just how it goes, and we couldn't adjust. Um, and so I was, was just getting whatever they wanted. We were turning the ball over way too much and they were completely unforced turnovers too. Iowa stinks on defense. It's not yeah, like they're, they're forcing they're the us. Defensive they're not, team in the Big Ten. they're, they're horrible and they're not forcing us into these turnovers. We are just handing the ball to them over and over again. It was absolutely ridiculous, but really after all that, it just came down to the last couple of plays Iowa got the ball into the hands of the right people. Meanwhile, we have Coleman Hawkins taking corner threes. <laughs> not oh, a, by not the way, a terrible shot, by the way. It wasn't a terrible no, shot. No, I know, but he, he's shoot, not usually he, taking it from the corner, like from the wing, I think in the top of the key is most comfortable, but it's a good shot. It's a good look. It's a good but shot, you're just saying but he you was want... also 0 for 6 from the field before that on the game. He was 0 for, he was 0 for 7 in the end of the game, and he was <laughs> no, 6 of 10 goes. at the free throw line. He <laughs> missed two home. free throws. He missed two free throws at the end of that game, back-to-back. That yeah, really cost us. 
it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. <laughs> I, I, I can't. That's that's the part of the game that I can't accept. Coleman Hawkins, if he makes one freaking shot the entire game, we probably win. Well, when he not one shot. Mention, okay, not to pile on Coleman because no, we you can pile on podcast on. How many times is the guy going to pass up a wide open layup to pass the ball? I, I've never seen a guy more wide open by the basket. The, the closer he gets, the more nervous he gets. He, he, there were tw- at least twice in that Iowa game where he caught the ball in the paint with nobody around him, and he immediately passed it. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's beyond. It he he's got to start making some field goals. At when the he end plays of the day, well, he, when he plays well, they they're unbeatable pretty much. And yeah. this this is one of those games where he had one of his worst games, and they lose by two. If he just played okay, yeah, they win. They score seventy nine points and and lose. To your point, like Iowa can't defend. It was easy to score. It came down to the to the end of the game. I actually thought I fouled at the end. I I I I, I want to know what I said at the end of the game because yeah. Hawkins talking got about the and, Yeah, yeah. But Bardo yeah. was talking about the closeout. I don't think he thought it was a foul, but watching it, like he absolutely shooting that corner three and his hand gets t- shot short so i'm like yeah i don't know you could easily foul but they did yeah i'm not saying they should have but you it was, it was yeah. a 50 fall and, and they didn't call it well what about the so, out of bounds play too towards the end oh, where I they reviewed that. it where they reviewed it that was oh, absolutely that was insane yeah, the, the replay bad. shows okay yeah it's off of hawkins but the replay also shows who was it hawkins chris murray arm. just yeah it was number five like murray whacking too. him across the arm and it's like there has to be an opportunity there for refs to look at that and be like, yeah, we're just going to stick with the call because we completely blew the foul. I do hate the when you miss the call and you go to review and then you have to like follow who it, the ball goes off of. There so the, should yeah, be, the uh, Illinois there should rule. Be judgment. And that's the yeah. Illinois on, rule. Did you vote on Ked's over poll? What? Ked, no, Ked, what post, was, what Ked posted Ked a poll on, on Twitter, like, what rule would you want to see changed in college basketball? One was, like, advanced to half court. One was, um, and the one I, when I voted for was review all. Yeah. Yeah, you should be able to, like, challenge. You should have a, you should, you should you have have a challenge. One, one challenge. One challenge. If you win it, whatever, you don't get another. Just one each. Because we made the right That's call, it. but, it, it, but it, it's just, yeah. it, it's not. Okay, so one thing that came up, too, that Bardo totally botched, I think, was the 10 second. Doesn't it? Does it? I, I never got to the bottom. Oh my of, God. I don't know. Resets. Has anyone figured out? Because Bar- I thought you had to ran out of time. Well, Bardo said that the whole time. And then when they had like apparently one second left, Bardo was like, oh, I was wrong. It actually resets. Yeah. But then so what's the answer? They never like come back to it because then Iowa actually got it up. They got it right court, across. And it, it seemed like they were like trying to get across too. So uh, I don't know. I'm gonna look that up because I was fairly confident that it resets. I, th- oh, you are, you think it resets? I thought it. Someone resets. must. Someone must have been his ear. On that yeah. on that last part, being like, no, dude, it resets. Like they don't need to hurry up. But you're right. They, yeah. They really tried to get it up quickly. That, that third time, they they inbounded it. And I they think got it they did. Yeah. I don't think well, they would have done that if they thought they had ten seconds. Shaps, I, I know you love piling on the zebras. There was a little travel there too on that, oh, that play before. That was on oh, Ked's that was pole. insane. That might have been yeah, the worst. That was, that was that worse, been yeah. worse <laughs> for all of them on the replay. And again, Ked put up a pole right Bardo, after that but game. He, he's always on the wrong side of these. Bardo, Bardo tries so hard not to be pro Illinois. It's like, dude, you don't have yeah, to like goes be so hard. Yeah, he goes so hard the opposite direction. But on the replay, that kid's pivot foot. The travel. 
it was sliding all over the place. So yes, they're again, we're not allowed to complain about the refs, but <laughs> Jubes is gonna love it. Jubes is gonna kill us I for love this Ken segment. With that this is the perfect but poll. There were Wait, just a were lot we of down three calls. at that point? We were down three? Oh yeah, because then we got it. They actually missed. No, they we were down two because then they made one right, and then that's when Epps missed the three. But Coleman, mm -hmm. then he was trying to do the one free throw. <laughs> that was that. That was a mess of a play trying to get the actual basket. That was the worst missed free yeah. throw ever. <laughs> yeah. You can count on cut okay, after so a game like that to give you a poll, which was a, a great poll, and to when pe people are being mean to Coleman, mine and Twitter. Yeah, you, you can guarantee oh that Coleman's gonna let Ked know people are into Coleman, and Ked's gonna let people know they shouldn't talk to the players. Yeah, best but he's friends. right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, you can clearly clearly like see like <laughs> Coleman's dad like tells Ked what people are saying. Jesus Christ, he's like, guys, sh shut up on stop yeah. talking to these kids. <laughs> yeah, Ked is the Adam Schefter of the Hawkins family, basically. Yes, where he just he just tweets out exactly what they want him to say. <laughs> Yeah. Who are the who are the well, texting Coleman or like DM him? There's a lot of sickos out there. It's every fan base. It's not unique There's to Illinois. Thing. Like people will always be sick, and you know the 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 egghead avatars. Can you imagine? No, Dude, it's, what a bunch it's of very losers. sick. The Java <laughs> men do not stand for that. We can. No. That's why we have a podcast is so we could badmouth Coleman Hawkins on here, but we're not going to send him personal yeah. DMs. Well, that we're say, criticizing like, his basketball you know, play. I hope where it's you like, die. Yeah, I mean, give me a break with that. It's stuff, ridiculous. You know, so these they're literally twenty-year-old kids. We'll put a guy on a plank, but geez, guys. Yeah, I mean, we'll put him on a plank. We'll tie him up and. Yeah, we're not actually them off, but... pushing them into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Just... All right, so Doc, you said Iowa played a perfect game. And I think yeah. Brad Brad put that on the table. And not only did they play a perfect game, they played a perfect game outside of what they usually do to win a game. So Brad made Perkins play a perfect game to beat us, and he did. Perkins went 8 of 11 from the field. And I would say probably three or four layups, right? But those other those other four or five, I would say jumpers that he made, right? And I think the stat was, Spinny, you, you referenced this. I think it was 32% on those mid-range. And he was not 32% on the mid-range in that game. He was about 80%. So if he, if he shoots 20% better than what he normally does, Illinois wins the game. From the yeah. line, Perkins, 15 of 16 from the line. If Perkins goes Perkins is 12 a good of player. 16. He's a good player, but he's a role player. And for him to just dominate like that, that's the only game this year where it's, it's going to happen. Maybe one of the games where yeah. that's going to happen, and it had to happen in that game. If he goes 12 of 16, Illini win. If he goes 13 of 16, Illini win. So, I, like you said, I went to bed that night. I slept easy on my pillow because, hey, Perkins played a perfect game to beat us. Shabs, we had the turnovers, we had the fouls. Yeah, there was opportunity to win the game still, which that almost made me feel better about the whole thing. But if that was Murray that was doing that, I'm pissed. Just like when TJD did it to us when Indiana came into our house and won. So I don't know. I think Brad's learning a little bit from his mistakes, but I'm I'm not mad about that loss at all. In fact, I, I think that's progress for Brad. 
I know there's some things to be said about the the drop zone. Jubes was like likes to talk about that a little bit, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not losing sleep, like you said, Doc. So let, move let's on. move on. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about who's the captain of the ship, who's walking the plank. Shaps, I'm starting with you. What do you got? The captain's pretty easy. It's got to be Matthew, John Mayer, Meyer. He's been on a lot of, he's been captain a lot of ships lately. He's been on an unbelievable stretch right now. Double digit points in nine of the last 10 games. The only exception was the Indiana game when apparently he was like on his deathbed. Yeah. Double digit points in 15 of the last 17 games. So he's been he's been unstoppable. He's been by far our best player really since the start of January when he seemed to just like flip a switch and there's been um I think the Inquirer guys did an article uh Joey Wagner did a kind of a deep dive the other day on, on Matthew Meyer on how things are changing for him. He, he's obviously a different type of player and just has a different type of personality and it took a while for Brad Underwood to sort of adapt to that and okay how am I going to coach this guy and now obviously he's just kind of letting him be himself like just let him be his weird quirky self let him fast before games and (laughs) (laughs) and let him wear his mustache and and find a random headband to put on and just let him go off sometimes because he's he can heat up so quickly and he can absolutely take over a game. And he was the biggest difference maker for us in the month of January. So he's the captain. All right, boys, what do you think of this lineup here? I love this lineup. Sincere, Ty, TSJ, Meyer, Coleman. That's like our best defensive line. I feel like we've been playing that. We struggle a little bit offensively with that, but the, the the defensive lineup of those five, that's that might be the best five defensively in the Big Ten. Well, if you don't have a, a true big on the other side, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. If you don't have an ED or Coleman gets Dickinson. his chest pounded in if there's a, a, there's a real five. Yeah, as long as those guys aren't falling. Yeah, true. You know, because Meyer, and he's been much, much better about this recently, not falling as much. Sincere likes to hump guys up and down the court sometimes, and he just needs to realize this isn't high school anymore. Like they're actually going to call that a foul. But otherwise, he's he's very very good defensively, um, and hopefully he just gains more confidence offensively, like Rogers has done. All those guys defend. Who's walking the plank? Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we had a plank. I don't think we've had a opponent on the plank, but that's like he was fifteen of fifteen from the line before I, he went up absurd. to the line the last it time. It was, I mean that that was absurd. Come on, it, I, if he doesn't play a perfect game, Alina, that's why I'm like you can't even you literally can't be mad. That's like in baseball, their slab hitter, second baseman hits two bombs to beat you. It's like you're not gonna be mad that that happens. <laughs> you know, like it happens. It sucks, but. Give me a break. He's on the plank. Shaps. Plank? Yeah, yeah, plank's I, tough right now. Who do you got? Yeah, I want to. I want lags to go before me. I want to oh, see I, who you have walking. 
<laughs> I, I'm going with the the Iowa Hawkeye faithful, the fans. Oh yeah, are walking <laughs> the plank. I had literally said, who would have thought a bunch of farmers are so high on their horse they're, that they're at the gates of heaven, you know, with this whole orange crush nonsense? Give me a break! Are you kidding me? A bunch of kids put down a boys boys and girls club to get some tickets. You think these guys committed freaking murder, lock up the key, and put them on death row. Jeez, I, I just, I can't handle, these people make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely overblown. overblown. Well, that's, that's a good, yeah, that's a good transition to my plank, and I hate to do it, but it's the Orange Crush. Oh, I'm making the what? orange crush walk the plank simply for their apology. Yeah, oh, well oh, done. Yeah, well I, done. Like, why wouldn't okay. you just say yeah. nothing? Apologizing. What for were they doing? Nothing. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> Who told them to just say nothing? They should have just made an announcement that said "we're sorry," and then under it said "for absolutely nothing." <laughs> that would have been a cool thing to do. We all know the orange crush can be a little bit nerdy. And that's cool because they're passionate and and it's unique and it's it's a strong fan base and I think that's awesome what they do and not to mention how much money they raise for charity and everything like that. To just do something that they've been doing for years and years and years and then they get caught, which they admitted that yeah, this was going to happen sooner or later like we were we were going to get caught. And so I thought their initial response was fine. And then all of a sudden they get bullied into apologizing just because there was a little bit of a backlash, even though the backlash was only from Iowa people or people that just don't like Illinois in the first place. Yeah. Most of the national media completely understood that this was just a group of kids trying to get into a game. Yeah. I mean, and there was absolutely nothing to apologize. They look absolutely ridiculous by apologizing so stupid and now that's all anyone is going to talk about for years and years and years when you think of the orange crush you're just going to think of this instance and then how they had to get put into a locker by a bunch of (laughs) loser iowa fans and we were texting about it like they you know they probably don't want this to show up on their resumes or something when they're applying for jobs next year and not a cop. Like it was probably their moms and dads were like, "No, yeah. you guys need to apologize for this. You, it's absolutely ridiculous." So they're walking the plank just for that apology. You know what's impressive? That's going to be on their resume is how much money they've raised for all the charities. Because out of all the people talking about the situation, those are the kids that are doing the most good, which is like the most ridiculous thing about the whole thing. And it's like you know you got Tory in Iowa City in his basement tweeting about how bad the Orange Crush is. It's like, give me a break, Tori. What, what have you done for charities the last 10 years? That's right, and we know alphas never apologize as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have some honorable mention plankers. Uh, I mean, we've, we've piled on Hawkins enough, but just make one goddamn shot, please, <laughs> for the love of God. If and Perkins is not perfect, and Hawkins it, literally makes one one goddamn shot, and then so I'll, I'll take those ads, I guess. And then my other one is future Blue Demon R.J. Melendez. <laughs> future star for the love of, of God, man, yeah. just stop shooting. 
he's 0 for 11 in the last four games from three. 0 for 11. He was four for 28 in the past month from three. He just can't. He just can't hit a three. He cannot make a shot for his life. I don't care if he makes every shot in practice, like we hear. He, oh, he makes every shot in practice. I don't care. He doesn't make a shot in the game when it actually matters. He is terrible, and I know the coach has to support him, and oh, he makes him in practice. He's, he's just got to shoot his way out of it. He couldn't shoot his way out of a brown paper bag right now. He's not He's not going to get hot. He needs I don't to know. just stop shooting. He needs to keep shooting, man. I disagree too. No, I disagree. I disagree. No, no, no. At a certain point, if you got to stop. You got to try something else. I don't know. If he gets a little confident, like when he was shooting the ball well last year, especially at air, like you was going in when he took the shot because it was really Dude, confident. Was yeah. I, I think he keeps shooting. And more than I think he'll turn it on. Chaps, going to have to agree to disagree on this one. He's not going to turn it on. It's been over a month of this ridiculous <laughs> shooting. He he just can't. You have to try something else. When he no. sees the ball go in the basket, then maybe you can start shooting again. But you got to do. You got to bring other things to the table. You can't just keep launching because it's an automatic turnover and it's killing us right now. We have plenty of other no, guys. No, he's going to take terrible on. threes on the team. He but is his the worst are, of he's, them he's all. taking open he's taking open ones. He got to shoot. He just looks he uncomfortable. Gotta, Once he if yeah. he gets confident, there's a reason he's open. There's a reason he's open. Okay? He, he, drive to the basket like a lot of guys are open and they're not launching threes. I would rather he pump fakes himself to death like Coleman Hawkins and drive now, to the basket because unlike Coleman Hawkins, RJ can actually finish at the freaking rim and he can dunk on people's heads. So he, he that's what he needs throws. to do. He needs to come off the bench. He can make free throws. And he's our best free throw shooter on the team. So he needs to be much more of a Terrence Shannon where, like, he's not – I mean, Shannon plays a lot more minutes, so he's going to take more threes. But RJ needs to come off the bench, bring the energy, rebound, play defense, and just cut back door. Look what Ty Rogers is doing. Okay, he's open for threes too, but he's not taking them. He needs to just cut hard to the rim, and he's going to be open when other people are drawing the attention. So it, it's where he's positioning himself. If you look when he comes into the game, he runs to the corner and stands there. Oh, That's yeah, why he gets, he's open, because yeah. he goes there, just stands in the corner. If he gets more involved in a different part of the offense, then he's going to have better opportunities. Dude, uh, you got to shoot your way out of it. I mean, uh, you, you go through a slump in baseball. W- were you going to just stop picking up the bat? Like, RJ is a shooter. That's his game. I don't think he's a slasher, too, but his game's a little different than Ty, in my opinion. So I don't no, think you can like, like, kind of more. It's more like Shannon, though. It's more like Shannon. He is a high flyer, finish above the rim crazy crazy athlete and we've seen him do it but unfortunately this un- no, with, unfortunately with the makeup no. of this team and i and i had a feeling this was going to happen because Dude, this of is a guy that shoots like 90 percent from the like he's like a pure shooter and he's just like some what's going on Terrence shannon's our, right our best free throw shooter also how how are they different i think melendez is a better three-point shooter than shannon i Me think too. naturally yes he has a better looking shot but the experiment is over for right now. You need to find other ways to help your team instead of shooting threes where it's an automatic turnover. All right. So to be determined, 
on RJ. We'll see what happens with him. And Goody will be back soon. Goody. Goody. Dr. D, look out. Oh, yeah. By the way, you can't announce that Goody is back before the Iowa game, and then he doesn't step on the floor. That pissed me off. <laughs> I th- well, No, no you, got, think, you have to. Yeah. For, for the scout. You got you gotta, some game gamesmanship. And then I think he would have got a lot of minutes against Minnesota. So that actually might hurt. Oh, I agree. I don't know if they're yeah. going to throw him in against Rutgers. But let's let's do some castaways. Real quick, Shaps, because we, we got a nice segment here from the doc on some midseason grades. But I want, I want a real quick couple castaways for the people. Yeah, we'll do a quick castaways. The highlights are Andre Curbelo got thrown out of a game. If you didn't see the video, it's absolutely hysterical. He gets fouled going to the basket, and he didn't like the foul, so he just threw the ball at the kid, and then they kind of like got in each other's face and nothing got called. And then shortly after that, he kind of gave the kid a shoulder again, and they just launched him from the game, and he started you know, throwing things around, cussing people out. It was it was quite the display. A little bit of a disaster. Corbello's right been there. a disaster. St. John's is horrible. Uh, the other note I have: Brandon Podjimski is showing up in mock drafts. So you know, oh, just <laughs> we could certainly use a shooter in the corner. <laughs> it's painful. It's not gonna lie, but you know, best of luck to Pods. Best of luck to Bello. And then we got to talk about Sky Clark. His Twitter account has been posting some interesting videos, the lost tapes from just various Illini practices. Uh, I don't know what exactly is going on in Sky's mind, but he's he's posting practice highlight <laughs> reels. And it's, it's basically very... just him dribbling the ball up the court and then either like taking it to the hole on Brandon Lieb Sorry, Lieb, and or like just making passes to other players. The other funny thing about the video is he mixed in a few RJ Melendez three point <laughs> shots, and he of course it's practice, so he makes them all. So I thought that was really really funny that he slipped okay, in there. The, lo- the lost tapes might have been doctored a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Lags, when Lags saw the like Melendez threes style. going in, he thought they were doctored. So we might need P to do some conspiracy deep dives on that one but the the lost tapes Brad since two weeks ago are you kidding me that kid's so <laughs> far under <laughs> the lost tapes of sky Clark. he's got he's got the most famous laptop in america right now they're probably talking about him in congress too his laptop is so famous so I w- yeah i wonder where sky Clark, best of luck well we'll see i've got one who do you got doc i've got trent frazier have you seen this? He's playing. In, oh, he's playing in Russia. What is he doing? Comrade, thinking? comrade Frazier. So like, yeah. yeah. What is going on with the team he's playing? So I looked at. Um, Dude, it's a step up from the league he was in. He's on. And he's on one of the Russian teams who like they're one of a couple couple Russian teams, part of Euro League. They usually play as part of Euro League, but but right now they're not allowed. Dude, it's, it's high. It's a high level team. Right it's a step up for him. Normally, it'd be like oh. That's great. You go to a higher level team, a team that's got a lot of money, which I you think they have a lot of money, but who knows now? Like which rush, whoever was funding that club, those guys lost access to their money, right? So it's a really really weird move. Like when you see what happened with the WNBA player Griner, it's like 
It just yeah. seems like a real bad idea. He's an American citizen, <laughs> right? Yeah. But dude, they could just <laughs> Yeah. Just a very know. odd, That's... very odd move by uh, Trent there. It's like he doesn't think about it or something. Yeah. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just hope he can make it back. Yeah, best of luck to there. Trent over there. I well, saw Georgie. Oh, last one, too. I saw Georgie had a double-double in the uh, G League. So, best of luck to Georgie. Georgie. It's amazing. Still getting it done. That was the famous quote by Georgie <laughs> B. Shaps, talk some Rutgers. What do we expect on Saturday? Then we're going to go into the Vegas suite. So we got Rutgers coming to town this Saturday. Yeah, they're ahead of us. They're 8-5 and five in the Big Ten. They're number 16 in the Ken Palm. They have the number two defense, by the way, in Ken Palm. That kid, though, we, ta- we were talking about it earlier, is was really good defensively. Who's out for the year? Mawat. Yeah. Mawat Man. Had- yes. Yeah, so they, they just lost one of their starters, Mawat Ma- Mag. I have no idea how to say his first name. Towards ACL, he I mean he was a role guy, but he scored eight and you know he had eight and five, but he was yeah he was a really good defender. But they have a lot of good defenders on their team. Number two on O'Connell, defense, yeah. mm-hmm. but they're number one hundred and twenty-two on offense. So uh, so quite the difference there, and they're only two and five on the road too. They've never won in Champaign, by the way. Knock on wow. wood, never won in that. Champaign before. So they're not going to beat you shooting threes. You know, they're only like 32% as a team. And uh, and they they really don't take a lot of them either. They're, so they're not going to beat you from deep. They're going to they're gonna beat you on defense and get into the rim. Their guards, Mulca- uh, Mulcahy and McConnell, we're, we're familiar with. I think McConnell was, wasn't he defensive player of the year last year? Yeah. Pretty sure he was. But those guys aren't going to shoot the ball. They have they've made 16 threes combined in conference play between the, their two starting guards. 16 threes, that's it. Uh, you know, big Cliff down low. He's he's not going to shoot the ball. You don't have to guard him outside of the paint. Only only their wing player Cam Spencer. He brings the ball up sometimes too. But Cam Spencer is the only deep threat. He shoots about 40 percent from three. They're not. That's not how they're gonna beat you. They're gonna beat you with defense, and they're gonna muck the game up. What is, what's the Rothstein line for the Steve Peichel pounding nails? I think is what uh, the saying the Rothsteinism is for them, and that's exactly how it's gonna go. Cliff is a monster down low, averages over two blocks per game. Awesome rim protector. He's gonna make life very difficult for guys that are that are trying to get to the rim. Yeah, I think we beat them by. We, you still have to drive it on them, though. I mean, you got to get to the free throw line, and that's that's how Indiana beat them the other night too. Uh, Indiana shot way more free throws than they did. Rutgers again mucked up the game, but Indiana won it at the free throw line. So expect a low scoring game. Maybe take the under, unless you live in our state, and. And yeah, it's gonna go exactly how you think an Illinois Rutgers game is gonna go. It's not gonna be pretty, but hopefully at home we we get the edge because 
uh you know rutgers they're, they're not going to beat us shooting threes like they're not that's just not what i expect to happen so i think as long as we are capable of making some shots and not just launching threes step backs and that sort of thing i think we can we can beat them but it's going to be an ugly game they've only won twice on the road this year i think yeah one of them only two and five at purdue but um that that's yeah but they 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 don't it's not gonna be easy but they they don't really win on the road did you say a line chapat yeah what's your line so if I had to guess a line, I think we will be favored. I think we will be favored. I think we'll be favored by three. I'm going to go. I, I feel like Vegas likes Rutgers a lot too, and I know they're highly rated in the Ken Palm, but I'm going to go minus four and a half, Illini. Three, minus three and a half for me. Split the difference. Yeah. We'll see what well, happens. Let's, just, let's be thankful the game's not in Evanston. If it's going to come down to... Or at the rack. This is, by the way, the only time we play Rutgers this year. Another nod nod for our cake of a schedule this season. Only playing Rutgers once, and it's at Minnesota twice. Nebraska twice. (laughs) Michigan once, Purdue once, Michigan State once. You play what's on the (laughs) schedule, boys. You play what's on the schedule. We have Rutgers at home, and then... Next week we go on the road, right? Who do we got next week? I I gotta pull it up. They've right? gotta it, go to Indiana at some point. point. Yeah, uh, we play Indiana next Saturday. We play Indiana next Saturday morning. I know that. I I don't know who we have between so, that. No, I got it here. So we got Rutgers home Saturday. We go to Penn State on Tuesday. We have to win that game. That'll be you gotta yeah big game. It, it's gonna be tough, but I think you have to win. And then we go at Indiana. And then we get Minnesota and Northwestern at home. So some way, somehow, I think you got to win the next two out of three. You win two out of the next three, you're feeling pretty good. It's going to be tough to go into Indiana, I think. They're we not going to win in win. Indiana, Indiana. I think 20% chance they win in Indiana. They're probably going to lose that. But they should take Rutgers and Penn State, I think. Yeah. I don't, so I don't I'm think happy. they dominate them first time, first time around. I think Illinois like Adam and split. I don't think it'll beat them twice. I'm happy with two out of the next three and then take care of business against Minnesota and the kiddies at home. Yeah, Penn State hasn't... They played their best game against us in, in that weird, you know, kind of trap game for us. It was on, in Champaign on a on a sleepy Saturday morning. <laughs> and uh, And they have not played nearly as well and they have not shot the ball nearly as well as they have since then. So I think we can absolutely go to Penn State and win. Yeah, do you remember Indiana, how bad the defense yeah, was in Pet versus Penn State? That went defensively, yeah. they were just lost. That was that was the fart noise, right? Yeah, Underwood. defensively, but they couldn't. They couldn't. <laughs> it was every shot Penn State had was it was just wide open. Yeah. And defensively, well, they've been doing a better. Yeah. Well, we we gotta wrap this thing up, boys. It, it was fun. Thanks for joining tonight. I, like I said, this I think this is gonna be my last pod for February. I'm gonna get. Go down to the wire here, doing some auditing, but I'll be back in March. The Java men will be back next Tuesday. There's going to be a lot to digest, so <laughs> we'll see what crew we have for that. It, it's going to be it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Hopefully, it's coming off two Ws, but 
Time will tell, boys. We'll, yeah, we'll one, see you in one, one last thing, too. Gotta send a happy birthday shout out to one of our own, Mr. P. Mr. P. That, that pirate <laughs> voice that you hear at the start of every episode. He will be celebrating this Saturday his birthday, hopefully getting an wow. Illini victory for him as well. All right, that's what I like to hear. All right, boys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch everyone next week. ILL. I and I. Peace. See ya. Bye. Yeah, it's time to walk the plank.